following announcement has been paid for by the Put Me Over podcast. Um, what, what episode is it? 119, 120? It's somewhere around there. We'll just say it's a special edition. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get the, we'll get the full show back uh, next week with, with the rest of the guys. For today, you have one of the classic type of tag teams, big guy, small guy. Some of the best since power and glory. Obviously, I'm Hercules. I'm just kidding. I'm probably I'm Paul Roma, clearly. I'm, I'm pretty Paul. No, I'm, I'm actually pretty Paul. You're the Hercules. <laughs> Hercules, there you go. Is that the best? I think, is that the best big guy, small? That's like my favorite big guy, small guy team, to be honest. Consistent. I mean, they 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 did have an innovative finishing move with the uh, superplex into the splash. So, yeah, I mean, you give them, give yeah. them that. Um, Shawn Michaels, Diesel, that's another big guy, little guy tag team. Hell no, Team Hell No, that's a good one. Team Hell No, yeah, I mean, over, quietly over the years, they, they're up there as well. Um, was is, is LOD considered, rest in peace animal, is LOD considered big guy, small guy? No, huh? That's big and bigger guy, huh? No. Oh, I think you're frozen. What? WWE just really they released an email uh, earlier this week about uh, regards to their Twitch accounts and their cameo accounts and how now that they want the wrestlers to actually end up it, it appears they're going to take over the accounts. So this can mean a couple things as far as them taking it over. Uh, number one is that they're going to want a, a percentage of the cut, and number two, it appears that they be obligated to be doing it as part of their contractual obligation. And if they do do that, then it's going to take away from their uh, downside guarantee, meaning that, hey, well, you're getting a percentage of it, of, 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 the, of what you're making off of Twitch. What you're guaranteed is going to be less now because you're, you made up that, that um, amount from Twitch. So it appears that it's, it's, there seems to be a lot of gray area once again, and this needs to be resolved because this again goes into the territory of are they independent contractors? Are they employees? What is it? Because it seems like what the company is doing is they're mixing up both elements to kind of get out of paying, you know, taxes, paying health insurance. Um, and, we, and, we, and we've gone through this a couple of times uh, as far as what's going on. And it just seems like it's a never ending cycle. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder how, how that's going to affect their money. Like, because some of those guys are probably making so much fucking money from streaming. Uh, I wonder how that's going to look like. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to make a whole new contract for that. Because, like, you know, Xavier is making shit tons of money off Twitch. And you, we got yeah. on and all those fools. Yeah, it's, that's a really bad situation. I, I feel for them, especially since they're not getting benefits, like, of a full-time employee. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm the biggest WWE mark, but that's, like, that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. It, it, it is. And um, keep in mind, like, when you do stream with Twitch, they take a certain percentage out of uh, what you make. I don't know how much of it it is. Do you, do you happen to have an idea? Because you're, you're okay. twitching for a little bit, right? Once they get to a certain level, there's different tiers. All those, obviously, some of those guys are gods here, so they probably have their own um, contract with Twitch. So we'll see. So, like, let's say they take, like, let's say Twitch takes like 30%, you know, that's the normal fee. And then here the company comes in and says, well, wait, here's our, here's our cut as well. We're going to take another 10%. You know, it, it just seems like there's just less money involved or, or that they're generating. And it's, but hopefully we get more information 
as the weeks go by because a lot of these company memos that they're sent out, they're very vague and it's just difficult to me. It's difficult to be interpreted as far as what, what's clear and what's not clear. Right. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. It's super fucked up, but it, yeah, it is. you know, Vince though, like any way he can make a dollar, uh, he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll, he'll figure it out. And, uh, once again, um, Andrew, Andrew Yang is, um, he heard about this and it's still like, this is going to be his main goal. Like if, let's say if Biden does get elected and he happens to be part of um, the labor team for, um, for president Biden, I could see him going after WWE and saying, Hey, you, you need to make, you need to be clear about as far as what these guys are going to do. Are they employees? If they're employees, then you need to pay them like employees. If they're contracted, if, if they're contracted uh, workers, then treat them as contracted workers. If they want to go outside the company to do other other stuff like film a commercial or, you know, even just do a Twitch a Twitch stream. You know, it doesn't have to be anything that's company related. Then give them that opportunity. Yeah, that's that's such a wild thing. Um, I think you mentioned. Uh, oh, by the way, I hope Andrew Yang does get an office, and hopefully, he's he's who I would have voted for for presidency. Not because he's Asian, but I really think. You know, I really align with his policies, but that's a whole different podcast. Um, Yang gang. Yang gang forever. Uh, what were you saying about, uh, we were talking about WrestleMania. What's that going to be like? Yeah, so before we went on and recorded, uh, there's been reports speculating that uh, WrestleMania next year, originally was supposed to be in L.A., but given um, the pandemic and how really L.A. is not really shaped, is not really too good at the moment for several reasons. Um, you can take your pick as far as the cases go. Um, the, the lockdowns have been pretty drastic. Uh, even Mayor Garcetti said that um, as far as public gatherings, it may not happen until at least 2022. Wow. That WWE's not going to take any chances and that they may end up having, well, obviously they're going to have WrestleMania in Florida. I mean, I don't see them going anywhere else. Right. But they may end up trying to have a second chance at having it at um, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, although with wow. a um, reduced crowd. Oh, okay, reduced, okay. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, wrestling fans aren't the most hygienic looking um, bunch, as, <laughs> as you and I were both wrestling fans. And we're probably not the I'm, I'm not the most hygienic person even yeah. right now. Yeah, so definitely, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, Florida continues that cesspool of disgustingness, but we'll see. Yeah, they're going to have to operate. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be like maybe like a 15, 20, 25% full capacity. Uh, and, you know, Raymond, Raymond James Stadium is, could fit like 70,000 people. So you figure out about a quarter of it, you're looking at somewhere around maybe 16, 17,000 people oh, that's max. A, that's a lot. And that's still a lot of people. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but but, but worst case scenario, they, they can always do it the PC. But, yeah, but we see I that. don't know. I, I don't think they should do it the PC again. I mean, if, 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 they, if that's going to be the case, then at least – do it at the Amway Arena. You know, right. you, you have you you have that arena, which is actually up until October. So I don't know if they're going to extend the contract and maybe have it out for the rest of the year, or maybe further. Wait, or this October or next October? This October. Oh shit! So that's done, right? So the contract. Oh, oh, they're done in November then. Yeah. So yeah, we're barely entering October. So by the end of October, uh, that's when the contract's up with um, them at Amway. So it could be possible that they may renew or they may just end up going back to uh, to the PC. They may end up just having it at full sale. Um, honestly, I, I, I think the I think the whole Thunderdome idea is not a bad idea. I mean, it could, could use improvements. I mean, uh, the first day was obviously a, a clusterfuck, but ever since then, they've um, 
they fix those problems. So it's actually been, it's been, it's been pretty tolerable actually. I, I haven't really had any issues with it recently. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Amway could be a good place, but I hope for our sake and you know, if it's safe enough in the, in the least bit to have it at Raymond James. So Tampa can get theirs and we can have fans in the crowd for that shit. But and then yeah. hopefully for us, since we're from, since we live in California, that come 2022, if, you know, if things go back to semi-normal, we can get it out here and, you know, we can at least have WrestleMania in 2022. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's a big bummer, to be honest. But I, that's I a, that would have been a major week. A big maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was looking forward to, I mean, pre-pandemic, I mean, WrestleMania, tw- WrestleMania out here in LA next year would have been, would have been amazing. Yeah, and honestly, like, from what I'm thinking the card could look like, it's going to be a big one. But, yeah, I guess we can I, – I think that's pretty much the news, right? Is there any other – Mainly the ones that, that are relevant to, to us for, for, for now. I mean, um, the G1's still going on. I've caught up with a few matches. If you haven't had a chance to – if you get extra time, go out of your way and watch a couple of the matches. Um, I, I was watching um, – I was watching Ibushi and – I'm sorry, not Ibushi. Um, Osprey and uh, Takagi, that one's actually very, very good. And then a couple weeks ago, I saw. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. It's been. It's it, it, this week's been very, very busy for me. But um, yeah, when you get a chance, just try to catch up on some of the G1 stuff. It's been really, really good. Yeah, it looks good, man. I need to watch all of them. I'm trying to stay away from the results because I kind of want to see. But obviously, it's such a long event. It's I'm gonna have to look at some spoilers to get some context. But yeah. And they're, and they're kind of spacing out a little bit more. Like, um, I mean, they were, they were planning on running around this time pre-pandemic, but um, so far it's been pretty good. We'll just have to see who's going to win uh, and who's gonna, what's going to happen in January. A lot, a lot can change during that time. Yeah, apparently right now I think um, Jay White is in the lead in the A block with Ibushi and Osprey. I believe he is. Um, although it, the A block is pretty – pretty loaded uh, and that usually is the case the b yeah, block isn't isn't too bad they got uh zach saber in there and kenta but we'll see we'll see how that goes let me let me pull up the, let me pull it up real quick because i kind of want to take a look to see who's actually uh ahead updated okada's not even first surprisingly no i i think i think he'll he'll he'll, he'll find his way into the final um so we got right now uh, Makabe Nagata at six. Um, I'm sorry, that's 2007. Am I wrong one? <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I know, right? All right, so the 30th one. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. G1. Jeff Cobb. I forget he's in Andrew uh, Dobbs. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking of, he's actually permanently signed in New Japan. Per, well, like a per, so he's not coming back. He's not coming to the States. He's not going to be on that one-time deal or on a per-basis deal with AEW. He's signed uh, right now with New Japan. So I, th- I think that's good for him. I mean, his style fits in Japan. Yeah, Japan seems like it might uh, be a little more popping right now, too. So I, I'm, I'm cool with that. So A Block, we got um, basically it could be anyone from A Block. We got Tai Chi, Jay White, Will Ospreay, Minoru Suzuki, Kodo Ibushi at six points, Okada four, Takagi two, Ishii two, Cobb two. Uh, Takahashi Zero, he's, he's pretty much the jobber of the group. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's no way he's winning. And then B-Block, Naito, and uh, surpri- surprisingly, Toriano Six, and Juice Robinson Six, although I don't see Yano winning any more matches after this. 
Kenta Saber four, Evil four, Tanahashi four. I hope Hashi, Goto Kenta is not a two. To be honest, Kenta Okada would be, or Kenta Abushi would be, a really cool finish. But we'll see. We'll um, see how it goes. If you were to ask me for the pandemic, I would have, I would have said either Osprey or maybe Sonata. You think? You don't think they give Kenta the? I think Kenta needs a run. To be honest. Pre, pre-pandemic, but I don't know now. Uh, I don't know if they want to have a foreigner win the G1, given what's going on right now. I, I, I get the gut feeling that they're going to probably go with someone who is, who is Japanese, just right. so that way they can just be safe. Kenta could be a dark horse. I could see that happening. Especially uh, you built so much hype of his return, but whatever. We'll see how that maybe goes. Maybe like a... Maybe a Kenta J White uh, finale. I could see that happening. That would be hella wild. That w- that would be. Uh, I don't know. Um, it could be any. It could really be. I mean, you can even pick Okada and just be on the safe side. Well, he's a he's a standard of the world, you know, PW and the world. I think he's always going to be a he top is. five wrestler, no matter what era, what, whenever. Um, but yeah, I guess in in domestic news or domestic wrestling. It was a pretty big week. Um, to me, this is the first week of pandemic wrestling where uh, I think wrestling is back, uh, where I'm almost back to watching it, interestingly now, versus just having to watch it for the pod or for, you know, just fandom. Um, I hate to say it, but it really doesn't matter about AEW after this week. Um, that's me being pessimistic and not really a big fan. But the, the class champion showed me that there's levels to this, like Roman said. Uh, that Roman storyline is pretty uh, amazing. There's no, there's no better way to have. I think that's you know people complain about not having a long play. I think Roman's story up to now is leading up to how like great Roman is right now. It's so hot. I th- there's no other feud. It really doesn't matter what AEW is. Uh, WWE's back because Roman is back like and better. What do you think, Dave? I think it's more so the fact that they got it right. And, and they, they took so long. They were going against it. It's, it just seems like Vince did not want to turn Roman heel. And now that he's now that, now that he had no choice and Roman's coming back as, his, as he's, the, he's the chief. He's, he's, the, he's the tribal chief. That's the best thing that could ever happen to Roman. Sure. And he is – I'm, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen. Um, after after his few days, so keep in mind we got the draft coming up. Oh, that's right. When is that? Is so that- the first part of the draft's gonna be this Friday. Although it doesn't really matter because there's still people are still crossing over to other brands. So wild card rule, permanent yeah, wild card. Rule. Basic basically the wild card rule is still in effect up until the draft. So we'll see how that goes. I think um, so let's talk about the draft real quick. Yeah. Who do you think, like, uh, uh, give me two stars, give me two wrestlers, it could be male, female, tag team, where you think would benefit the brand? Well, we know Roman has to be on SmackDown because SmackDown is now the A show. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's tough because I think SmackDown has the best of each uh, division, like both male and female. Uh, Big E could benefit by going to Raw, I think. Uh, he's on SmackDown right now, right? He's he's on SmackDown at the moment. 
he can take over uh, – that can set him up for his solo run. I think him and uh, maybe the top female, like Bailey, can go to Raw. I think that could benefit both of them because they'll be the kings of that. And then Roman, obviously, it's, it's, his, it's his yard on SmackDown. So uh, Jobbers should be going there because he's going to be running shit there for a while. What about you? What you think? Who should go? I, I, you know what? I think Bailey would be great on Raw. The only problem with that is you have her and Sasha right now, and they're feuding, and it, it appears they're going to be feuding at Hell in a Cell, inside Hell in a Cell. Right. I, I don't know if they're going to blow the feud off there, but something tells me that they're going to keep going after this, which I'm not really surprised if they do. It's not. Had 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 they done the match last week and blown off there, then 100% you put you put Bailey over to Raw, have her go there, and then maybe you might want to move. I'm trying to think who who you would move. Uh, I would probably move Street Profits are the Raw Tag Team Champions right now, right? Yeah, yeah. They're okay. not. It doesn't seem like they're they're gonna lose it anytime soon either. Which is I thought no. they should have lost it at the pay per view, but but um. What's his name got hurt? Um, not Andrade, but uh, Angel Garza got hurt. Garza got hurt, so he's out for a while. That was a spotty finish. I was like, oh, that looked weird. Yeah, and it, and it turns out because he he actually injured himself, so that that's that could ex- explains a lot. I you know, I I'm gonna say AJ. I think AJ should go to Raw. Right, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Even though and, he's in the, he's in the um, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. He would be perfect because he did eat that loss to Jay, which shows that, you know, he's kind of expendable at this point. And, and not to mention, like, there, there, you don't really have any – he's really nothing set up at the moment because Sammy's the IC champ. Roman's the universal champ. Right. There's really nothing for AJ at SmackDown at the moment, even though he was just traded, what, about a month ago, two months ago? It just seemed like he, it was recently. So – I'd put him back on Raw, and you could have him feud with Drew McIntyre because I, I could see uh, Randy Orton and Drew, that's going to be the third match, going to be inside Hell in a Cell more than likely. Right, and that's probably the blow-off match. That feud's got to end soon. That has to be the blow-off. That has to be. I mean, I, I would think last Sunday was a blow-off feud, but after watching Raw Monday, they're going to keep going with it. And what's next after Drew? After Randy Orton, like you got to have someone who's a legitimate candidate. And I can't think of anyone on Raw currently that would be able to do that to chase Drew for the belt. So I would say go ahead and put AJ on on Raw. I think Randy then, wins the belt. You don't think Randy wins the belt at Hell in a Cell? I hope he does. To be honest, I'm over this Drew reign. I mean, I get it, but like, I think it's. I think Randy should 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 get it. He's he's earned. They should have. They should have done it. They should have done it uh, on Sunday because him losing twice and then winning the belt a third time. I, I I don't I don't know. I just don't like that. I don't like that at all. I I don't like the booking idea. I don't like the process behind it. You lose twice and then third time you become a champion. It it, it I don't think it does Randy any favors. Right. That's not that's not good booking. But it is Randy Orton and he like he said he gets to skip the line as he should. He gets to skip. He he does. I would say, um, I would say on SmackDown, you, you need a baby. You definitely need a baby face who, who can chase Roman too, huh? Who can chase Roman because I, I, the one thing about SmackDown right now is that they really don't have any baby faces. I Big, mean, 
he could be the guy who chases Roman, but we know, like, he's caught up with Sheamus at the moment, right? And I think Biggie's title run is not gonna come from beating Roman. I don't unless it's like in two years, because I no. think the Rock Roman Rock is gonna be what what is gonna put the asses in seats, and that's what I'm waiting for. It just, it's setting up perfectly for that. There's no other um, WrestleMania match Roman should be part of. That shit's working. That, be and, and keep in mind, that's assuming if the Rock schedule is – it makes it okay for him to do that. Right, right. I, so I, I really think in a perfect world, they would have done that next year if I mean, they were planning on turning Roman heel. Okay. I think in a perfect world, they would have done that. Um, but as far as – as far as SmackDown goes, I'm trying to think who would benefit going over from Raw to SmackDown. Let's see. Raw, who's on Raw that can really go to SmackDown that can really change? Or Kevin Owens? You know, I'm thinking I'm thinking Kevin Owens because he was on he was on SmackDown this past Friday interviewing Alexa Bliss and he got attacked by the Fiend, and now Bray Wyatt's coming to Raw on Monday. So you know what? I could see that happening where they, they're going to move him to, to SmackDown because they, they definitely need a babyface to chase after the Universal ch- Universal Champion. And not to mention, I think that's the fear they're going to go. I think they go Kevin Owens, Fiend for a little bit, and then maybe Roman after. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy how many main eventers uh, WWE has right now. It's wild. They have so many former champions who like aren't in the picture, which is it's kind of a, a spoiled. Um, they're very spoiled right now with talent. It's kind of absurd. They're, talent-wise, they do. It's just they don't know what to do with them. That's that's the issue. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't know what to do with them, they're really it's it's there's no point. Like it's hard though you, because like Roman has to be the champ right now because he's the he's the he's the he's the box office guy. Especially shirtless Roman. There's nothing prettier than shirtless Roman. Oh my lord. And and they had to make the change. If if they did this, if they did this the same Roman shtick with the vest and him being a lukewarm babyface at best, it, it it wouldn't work. So the character change was needed for this to happen. And he got the workouts in. He's ripped right now. Good for him. Oh yeah, uh, quarantine did him a favor. It did his body a huge favor. Um, but yep. yeah, I would say I would say AJ Raw and then Kevin Owens SmackDown. You can. Um, and then whoever else you want, I I would also start calling up uh, NXT names. Uh, they need to be coming up as well. I think EO is probably the best woman wrestler in the game right now. Uh, Agree. In the, in the world, like no matter what federation. Um, but I don't think. I guess we'll get into it in our predictions in a little bit. But I would love to see her come up already. It would it would uh, add more firepower because other than the big three, which is Sasha Bailey, Oscar, Alexa, too, I throw her in there. Um, there's no other real threat uh, to, you know, the crowns. So I think EO would be that person. So hopefully she comes up soon. You see her going to Raw or SmackDown, if that's Raw. the case? Raw. Raw, okay. So not Bailey and uh, Sasha at the moment. So I think the firepower would be at Raw. They, they need it more. I could, yeah, definitely do because uh, I don't understand why – and, and, don't get, and don't get me wrong, I, I like her as a manager, but Zelina Vega should not be challenging for the Women's Championship. Oh, how good was her, that match, though? I thought she did fantastic. That was good, good, good match at Clash. Shout out to her. For, for she, She's capable in the ring. It's just that for her, for her just being a manager, just, just straight into a title, title contention, 
it didn't make much sense sense logically but of course this is an illogical business right and it goes to show, that, right and it goes to show the lack of contenders so i think that too immediately would have boosted it um, I'll yeah. say I'll say this though whoever um, whoever loses the NXT Women's Championship match I think they're going to get drafted so um, we'll we'll go over that real quick and then um, I'll kind of give you why I think that's going to go into that now since it's twenty minutes away and I think our let's Zoom do it um, there's only let's a couple more matches there's only a couple match this is like the format that makes NXT take over you know why it's so damn good. Um, you want to start with the Koshida uh, Velveteen, Velveteen Dream? Yeah, so this is um, this is an, a, a standalone takeover that's going to happen on Sunday. Um, I think we'll see how this goes. I think that them doing it on Sunday is fine. Uh, they have how many matches announced? They have five matches announced, which is perfect. Uh, I, I think takeover cards in general have been great. Um, no more than six or seven matches. Keep it five. Keep it good. You want quality over quantity. Agreed. So, uh, first match is going to be you said uh, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. So, uh, Velveteen turned a while back on Kushida, and uh, and it, that's what the feud was setting up with. Kushida, I don't know, man. Like him on NXT, he just he's lost in the shuffle. Well, he's got he's got he's got the uh, a push as of the last couple of weeks, so you can tell they're giving him a little like, all right, let's get this car rolling, I guess. Um, let's get this chink going. But uh, it's, do you think it's do you think it's too little, too late? No, I think there's there's he's definitely going to be a cruiserweight champ at some point. Um, he's so little, it's crazy. But uh, I guess I'll go first. With my prediction. Go for it. Yeah, I'm gonna go Kushida because for one, Velveteen's a rapist. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> And he's kind of getting a little bit of a job streak, kind of like you could tell. I think he needs to move up. He can go to Raw. So I'm going to go Kushida because that win, Kushida would really put him over, I think. It'd be his time to build momentum off that. I'm, I, I don't know if this is going to be the first match of many or if this is going to be the, the, the bluff match. If it's going to be the bluff match, then Kushida needs to win because um, the story makes sense as far as him getting his uh, revenge on Dream. So I'm gonna go with Kushida for uh, for this match. Good. I guess we're in agreement there. Uh, mm -hmm. It's gonna be an interesting match. I think that could be match of the night, low key, because a big and a small, or like a medium and a small guy who can both kind of go. I really want to see a really like them put on a show. Yeah. If 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 Dream puts on his da dancing shoes, then I could see that happening. Uh, it just depends on how they how they go in the match how the, how they're mixed into how their chemistry is in the ring yeah we'll see so, uh, speaking of a match in the night candidates i think this one obviously is going to be one it's the nxc cruiserweight championship escobar versus swerve both these guys obviously are talented in ring um i don't know where this goes really i don't um you can go first on this one i'm, I'm i kind of don't yeah know. The, uh, yeah, these 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 two in the ring are amazing. Uh, they have history together. Obviously, back from Lucha Underground, uh, you have King Cuerno, uh, King Cuerno, uh, Santos Escobar, and um, uh, Killshot. You know, and um, they were tremendous when they were when they were working in Lucha Underground. They were great in the ring. Uh, they're they were they were great together even in NXT. And uh, I love to see both of them get get it um, get further push, a swerve. I don't think he's going to win this one. I think it's too soon to take the belt off of um, 
off of Escobar. I think they have something in him as far as, you know, I think WWE's trying to look for um, a Mexican superstar that can be the future. Andrade, his English is not very good. I don't like the idea of him and Zelina splitting up. I think he needs Zelina as ASAP. Garza, Angel Garza, his, his English is better, but I think he benefits more with having a manager. Santos Escobar can carry a promo by himself. He can talk. He's money. He's money. He, he's money. When it comes to him in the ring and cutting a promo, give him the mic, tell him what he, what he needs to do, he'll deliver. So I, I see the, the future strong with him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Escobar is going to retain. And uh, both guys, I think both guys are going to have a bright future, but more so with Escobar. I 100% agree with you this with that one because es- Escobar's a star, dude. Um, I could even see him being big in, uh, in the uh, main rosters or however you want to call it now since they're all equal brands. But, yeah, uh, I agree. Escobar has should win. He just got the title, it seems like. So I yeah, want he did. Run. This one is hard to call. The NXT North American Championship between Damian Priest versus Gargano. Oh, it's my turn, huh? Fuck. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to go with Priest because, again, same principle. I, I don't think uh, they take it off Priest that quick. Although, uh, he, he's a pretty good wrestler. I'm just not into the guy or the character. But, yeah, I'll go with Damien Priest. Yeah, uh, Priest in the ring, Puncher Martinez, whatever you want to call him, is, is, is a great big guy. Um, he, he's not overly muscular. Um, he's tall. He's got the look. He's got the ring ability. He won the belt just about a month ago. I mean, we, we, did, have a, we did have TakeOver 30 SummerSlam weekend. Keep that in mind. And this TakeOver has been pretty – I mean, it, it seems like it's kind of like spur of the moment. Like, it, it came up on us really qu- right. um, rather, rather quickly. I don't see him dropping the belt anytime soon. I, I mean – Gargano doesn't need it. No. You want to try to establish Damian Priest as as a top guy, and to have him with the lengthy title ring is the way to do it. Especially if you want to have him be a uh, part of the future of NXT, and especially if you're going to get people that are going to get called up from NXT, you need to um, replenish the upper talent that leaves NXT and have new talent there. So I'm going to say that, uh, Damian Priest is going to retain. Yeah, and I'm curious to see the chemistry between those two. Because we know Johnny Gargano makes everyone look like a million bucks. Oh, if yeah. Even Priest uh, look like a million bucks. I, I'm going to be so – yeah. I'm going to be pumped for that. This could this could be another match of the – I mean, looking at the car, I mean, there's five matches. Right. I don't see a single match on this car where I'm like, wow, this is going to be a stinker. I mean, TakeOver has been great as far as combining – the in-ring work and the storyline. So I'm, 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 I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to this card, even if it was rather spontaneous. I agree. I agree. I haven't been this excited for a takeover card, and probably about since not the last takeover, but a takeover before, um, since 29, I suppose. But uh, yeah, this one, this one's looking to be, especially the main event. But we'll get to that. The next one is the women's championship. Um, I went first last time, right? You can go again. Okay. Um, well, like we mentioned, we both agree that Io Shirai is probably the best female wrestler right now. Uh, I'm going to go Candice LeRae because I, I want Io to leave. Probably a stupid pick, but I'm going to go with Candice LeRae. 
You know, I, you know, I, 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 I thought it was going to be EO versus Rhea for this match for some reason, and that's why I said earlier. Well, whoever's going to lose is going to end up take is going to end up getting drafted to either Raw or SmackDown. Oh man, I kind of want to take back what I just said right now. Uh, <laughs> EO to me, she needs to be on the main roster, though. In all honesty, she's right. um, she's done everything she can in NXT. Candice, I mean, wouldn't hurt her to go to have a run. I another question remains is what about Rhea Ripley? What's going to happen to her because she's not on the card? Oh, that's very interesting. Maybe she gets drafted um, without you know. She's kind of in like limbo. I guess she had that shit with Mercedes, but like, um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, both Io and Rhea can benefit from going to the main roster as real threat. You know, you know. I think Rhea would benefit would be would benefit going to SmackDown now that now now that I see see this match and I see the I see um, where they're probably going to go with. I'm going to say that Rhea goes to SmackDown. You want to keep you want to have her there because you need another female talent. Even though there's probably a bunch of I mean, we just got Carmella back on SmackDown, but uh, Rhea Ripley is a is a tremendous upgrade from from Carmella. Yeah, and I think I'm going to go with you on this one, Byron. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Candice. I think it's, I I think if the plan is to have Rhea go on the main roster, have her go to SmackDown, and then have Io go to Raw, and then after she's done after Oscar's done feuding with with Zelina. Then you can build up to the Survivor Series and have them to go at it because I've been wanting to see that match for a long time here in the United States. Um, I'm sure they've wrestled in Japan. Um, I don't think they wrestled in the NXT because I think by the time Asuka left, that's when Eel came in. Right. Yeah. So that would set shit off. Like maybe that. What if that was like in Hell in a Cell? Too quick. But Mania match. Hello. We'll see. They. They. If they. If. Uh, if they want to do that, they 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 can. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I I think as soon as Eos drafted, she's gonna get an, she's gonna get a towel shot because she's that damn good. And not only that, both rosters they have a limited amount of women, and you and you really can't. I mean, it's hard to do long term booking, even though we just we're seeing Sasha and Bailey, and <laughs> it's long term booking. But I think they lucked into that one. Yeah, we'll see. And now for the this one is uh, I wasn't at first super pumped about this match, but after watching that face-off type thing they had, uh, I'm 100% involved in this feud and slash match. And I, I'm I was thinking Finn one million percent because he's the he's the guy right now. Um, but how interesting would it be if if Kyle won um, the dynamic with the UE? I'm gonna go with Finn though. Fuck it, because I think UE needs to go to the main roster ASAP. You know, I said the same thing um, for the for the for the NXT Championship match, and I said that Adam Cole was gonna. I mean, I was half right when I said Adam Cole was gonna turn babyface. I mean, he kind of is a babyface now at the moment. Right. And the way they're building Kyle O'Reilly, and you you you're sympathetic to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's 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 diabetic. He's a uh, busted his ass. I've seen his. I've seen him wrestle so many times at PWG when he was the PWG champion, and he would always put on a clinic and he is, he was vastly underrated. Um, even though him and Bobby Fish were a great tag team, he really was an underrated uh, singles wrestler and he never really got the shine until now. And now they want you to think that, Hey, this guy can do it. And he's really good. I, and he'll, he'll surprise a lot of people who who've slept on Kyle O'Reilly. 
I think having said that though, I don't think they're going to do the title change. I think Finn's going to retain as well. I, I, I'm kind of with you on that. I, I noticed that if you see how the, the dynamic for Undisputed Era is, Adam Coe's being portrayed as a baby face. Kyle Ross kind of getting that sympathetic baby face right. rub as well. And then you got Fish and Roddy are still acting like heels. I mean, it just seems like that Undisputed Era, that, that they're going to blow up eventually. I, I mean... Right. I don't know if they're all going to go to the main roster individually because if it, it seems like that's the road they're going to go is that they're going to blow up and that might be the next feud between um, an undisputed era breakup if they're not going to get drafted to the main roster. That'd be so money, but for for our sake, how sick would it be when they all come together though? Because that faction is money. They would push so many shirts um, when they get to the main roster even more than they do now. That reminds me, I should probably buy a shirt soon. But yeah, there you go. The, I, the thing is, though, if they do go to the main roster, it'll probably have to be SmackDown because you got Retribution on Raw. Oh, yeah, you can't have it. Well, they could be – Unless – got the Hurt Business on Raw, too, so. And the Hurt Business as well. I, and and I, don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Retribution. So I, I, I don't know. But I, I don't think they should need another faction on Raw. So if they, if they do go together as a group, maybe SmackDown would, would be better. And then if you do want to have a babyface Adam Cole, you can – have him work with Roman Reigns or maybe have him chase after the Intercontinental Champion. In fact, right. I'd probably have him go after Sami Zayn first before Roman Reigns. And that would be because Sami Zayn's on yeah. fire right now too. Uh, yeah, out. I would I would say do that because if, if you if you really are committed to Adam Cole, you want to build him up. You want to have that long-term booking. You want to establish him as, hey, this guy, even though, and this is the one thing I didn't like about it was that they kept talking about his size. Right. And that shouldn't be a detriment. But they they brought it up, and I feel like that if he goes to the main roster and if you compete to Roman, that he's going to get brought up all the time as his size. Right. But they can do it if there's four of them, I guess. But he's Shawn Michaels at Jace, and Shawn Michaels seem to always beat the big guy. But we can figure it. They'll figure it out. I, I, on the main roster, we'll see. I mean, if it was NXT, I'd have more faith in NXT than I would on either Raw or SmackDown. Right. So – this should be an interesting card. Um, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a, a bad takeover. Takeover has never been bad. There might have been some weak ones, but because it has such a high expectation, each show. I mean, we're so used to the level like this is going to be a great match. It's going to be a great takeover. I don't expect this to be a terrible takeover. Yeah. And on that note, I guess it's time for the takeover. We have six minutes, so I'm gonna go make yeah, some. Yeah, we we gotta we yeah we gotta we gotta get ready for takeover. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week as we get the whole uh, undisputed or the whole faction back, and we'll be, we'll be back, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, later, guys. <laughs>